Hello, listeners. Before we get started with today's episode, I have one announcement I'd like to make. And that announcement would be giving you a huge thank you for being such amazing listeners over the past year and a half. Today marks our 85th episode, and that's a major milestone for us here at Sean's Take. Myself and our entire team want to thank you for being so supportive. I hope we've provided you with some insightful and entertaining content, and I hope to continue doing that moving forward. So once again, thank you for being loyal listeners of the Sean's Take podcast. And for any first-time listeners here today, welcome to the Sean's Take community. We're looking forward to having you, and we hope you enjoy the content. Now on to the 85th episode of the Sean's Take podcast. issues with the MLB postseason. Why are the top teams out early? What needs to change? I've got the answers. Welcome to the 85th episode of the Sean's Take podcast. Listeners, it is an exciting week. The MLB postseason is rolling right now. The NBA season is soon starting up. And as we know, we're full-fledged into college football and the NFL. There is a lot going on. But today, we're going to give one quick episode discussing something about the MLB playoffs. And it's not something about the teams that are still in the postseason, but something about the teams that have been eliminated and the issues I have with the MLB playoffs and how some things are structured. So we need to talk today about why these 100-win teams are losing so early in the postseason. We had three teams this year have 100-plus wins, and that would be the Atlanta Braves, the Baltimore Orioles, and the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Atlanta Braves had 104 wins, a league high, but they lost in the divisional series three games to one to the Philadelphia Phillies, a team who was in as a wild card. The Baltimore Orioles won 101 games, but they lost in the divisional series as well. They got swept by the Rangers three games to none. And the Los Angeles Dodgers had 100 wins. But just like the Braves and the Orioles, they lost in the divisional series as well. And they also got swept like the Orioles three games to zero by the Arizona Diamondbacks. So how are the three best teams in the MLB, according to regular season wins, getting swept by three wildcard teams? Now, the other team who had a bye was the Houston Astros. They advanced to the AL Championship Series. But three out of the four teams with the bye all went home early, and none of them could even push this series to a fifth game. It was a five-game series in the Divisional Series. So I want to pose the question of what are these teams doing wrong? And before I get into solutions and answers and really break down this subject— I'd like to point out this isn't exactly a new thing with these top teams getting booted early from the playoffs. Last year, the Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, and Braves all got buys. First series buys, wild card buys is what we can kind of call them in the MLB. The Yankees and Astros both won their series, but the Braves and Dodgers were sent home after losing 
their series three games to one, both of them again losing to wildcard teams. So this is only the second year of this playoff format, so we don't have a ton of data on this, but I have issues with the playoff format. I'll discuss that shortly. But first, let's take a look at something these teams need to do to make a change and not let this buy affect them so much. Because so far within the first two years of the extended playoffs where we have 12 teams in with the wild card buys, out of the eight teams who have received a buy during the wild card time, only three have advanced to the ALCS and NLCS. So three out of eight is not a number you would expect to see when you're trying to count on teams who get a buy who are theoretically the best teams in the MLB advancing to the next round. Three out of eight is a very poor ratio for these teams receiving a buy to the point where you would almost think you have an advantage if you're not receiving a buy. All year long, the Braves and Dodgers especially were the two best teams in the MLB. By far. Nobody thought there was a team on the level. The Orioles came on, they were a little younger, more inexperienced, but I would still say, you know, until very late in the season, they didn't assert themselves into that kind of untouchable category that the Braves and the Dodgers were in. So how do you go from having the two best teams in the MLB all year long to getting to the postseason, getting a bye, and then losing in their first playoff series? I think the bye really hurts these teams. So here's what I'm thinking needs to happen for these teams who receive a buy moving forward. And I would like to give a huge shout out to our audio engineer, Butch Jones, for putting me onto this subject and bringing this idea to me. Because this was his idea, and I'm going to elaborate onto it. So Butch, thank you again. This was genius of you. And we're going to discuss it. Because this needs to be something that happens. And we'll see if it can happen moving forward. So as we put out, three out of eight teams who have received a buy over the past two years in the current playoff format have advanced to the next round. Those other five teams have all got sent home early to make very disappointing seasons. So what is the issue? Baseball is a very streaky sport. You ride your hot streaks, and you get beaten up during your cold streaks. So there may be something to be said about getting a buy and getting that time off is counterproductive for baseball teams. In the NFL, you want that first round by. That's an extra week you get to prepare for one singular matchup. That's an extra week you get to get healthy, get your squad fresh again, and not have to play an additional football game. In baseball, though, that's not the same thing. It's not the same physically demanding nature of the NFL. It's not the same game planning element as the NFL. So these baseball teams when they get a bye, they go and yes, they practice and stuff, but they're not playing games for a solid five, six days, which is something that they have not done since the season started, or really, I guess, since the All-Star break. That's something they haven't done. And we've also seen with the All-Star break, a lot of teams get hot before the All-Star break and then start out very, very cold because they lose that momentum. And I think these teams are losing their momentum. And you have these wildcard teams who finish the year hot and carry that momentum into the wild card round, into their wild card series, which is only three games. They win their first two games. All four of the wild card series were sweeps this year. So you win your first two games, you're riding really high, and then you go to face an opponent who, yes, on paper is better than you, who, yes, had more wins than you in the regular season, but you're on this high, getting two playoff wins already, while they've been waiting to play you, and you keep rolling with that momentum. 
throughout the divisional series round. And that's what we've seen the past two years is wildcard teams getting hot and staying hot while these teams who receive a first round bye sit at home waiting and cool off a bit. So what can be done? And this is what Butch Jones' idea was, and something that I think is absolutely genius, is these teams need to start bringing in some semi-professional teams, or let's say they're farm system teams, they're AAA teams, to come and scrimmage them during that bye week. I don't know exactly what's going on at practice for these teams that have buys, but I do think it's safe to say they're not doing enough to be game ready. You can go hit batting practice, you can have pitchers throw in bullpen sessions, but that's not the same as playing live games, which is what the wildcard teams are doing. So you need to bring in, if you have a buy, your triple-A, double-A, single-A, whatever prospects you want to come play against your big league squad and prepare them for the next round. You need to be giving your players live looks, game situations, pressure situations where there's two outs, runner on second, you're down by one. You need to put your players in those positions during this time off because it's a very awkward gap where you're not playing games, but you're not getting a full recovery because it's not a full week. You're probably off for five or six days. And it's a very awkward station of time where I think these teams really get stuck in the mud, if you will. If you can bring in your AAA team to scrimmage them and give them live game situations, I think these teams would carry their momentum through that week of practice. But when you get to relax so much after playing 180 games, you get a bye when you don't really need a bye and when baseball is such a sport where when you're in your groove, you go for it. And when your momentum leaves you, you cool down very, very quickly and very, very harshly. You need to be playing pressure situations. You need to be playing real baseball. And no, I'm not saying that for the Dodgers, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman need to play four nine-inning games in a row and tax themselves. But I am saying they need live game situations. I'm not saying Clayton Kershaw should have gone out there and thrown 100 pitches in a start to then go three days later and pitch game one of a series. But I am saying he needs to throw maybe 20 to 40 pitches against real batters in a real game situation and keep himself fresh. So that's something that teams, I really believe, need to start doing if you have a buy because it has shown so far that getting that buy really, really hurts you. And like I said, baseball is a sport of momentum. We had seen times in the season where both the Dodgers and the Braves, who were the best teams all year long, had cold stretches where maybe they went three and seven in their past 10 games and put together a three to four game losing streak. It's the nature of the sport. You're not always going to be hot, no matter how dominant of a roster you have, you will cool off eventually. And something that leads to cooling off is a time gap between not playing games. And that's what's happening to these teams with buys. So Butch, thanks for putting this subject on my mind and giving me this idea where I could elaborate on it a bit more. But I got to say, I agree. These teams need to bring in real competition to play against their big league starters, their playoff starters, before the first playoff game happens. Because when you get that five or six days off, and you're not playing competitive baseball, I think it really takes a toll on these teams and cools them off and kills their momentum, while wildcard teams who are winning games are building up momentum and confidence to go head into a series where they're playing a higher seed than them. So that's kind of part one of what we're talking about 
And now I want to talk about just some issues that I have with how the playoffs are formatted now. So I still think this is going to apply. We're always going to have to buy now. And those teams need to bring in real competition. But there's something else that's hurting them. And I think just hurting the sport of baseball. And that's the structure of this. So like I said, this is only the second year of this playoff format. We have 12 teams getting in. I like that aspect. I like the fact we now have three wild card spots because it gives teams who are maybe dealing with injuries or just got off to super cold starts a chance to get into the postseason and make a run. What I don't like and what I'm not okay with the current playoff structure is how they did the series lengths. The wild card game is a three game series. The divisional series is a five game series. And then the championship series and the world series are seven game series. You don't play 180 regular season games, make the playoffs, and potentially even win your division to only play a three or a five game series in the wildcard round or divisional round. I'd be okay if the wildcard series is shorter, but make it five games at least instead of three. A three game series is, I think it's honestly pointless. I get the fact it's wildcard, you're supposed to earn out, you're supposed to win be one of the best two teams in your conference to get a buy and avoid playing a three-game wildcard series, but give them five games. These 12 teams did not make the playoffs to play a three-game series. They did not put in work for 180 regular season games to go play a three-game series. Give them a five-game series at minimum in the wildcard. I would like to say a seven-game series, but if you want there still to be that competitive advantage of winning your conference, to get a bye week, which we've already shown the bye week doesn't really help teams out that much, at least make it five games. But three games is way too short, and I don't think it makes for great baseball. Now, for the divisional series, what I have an even bigger problem with is that this isn't seven games. Five games for this is terrible. For the Dodgers, Braves, and Orioles, it just isn't right. It doesn't sit well with me that they're putting together 100-win seasons to then play a five-game series to open up the playoffs. You win 100-plus games, and then your entire season can be determined in five games, not even a full-length series. You put way too much time into this for a shortened playoff series to be your reward. And there's people who call on the NBA to shorten the first round of the NBA playoffs, and I get it. It's very rare for an eight-seed to be a one-seed, and although we did see the Miami Heat do that last season— but to me, the same principle still stands. Teams work way too hard to play shortened series when they get to the playoffs. Wild card in the MLB, I'm okay with it being five games. But can we please make the divisional series seven games long and extend the postseason for a little bit? The MLB shouldn't have a problem with this. You get two more games of TV deals. You get two more games of ticket sales, of food concession sales. This should be a win for the MLB to extend it. But to watch these juggernaut teams in the regular season put in work for 180 games, get a wild card buy, and then go have their fate determined in a five-game series is way too short for me. These should be seven-game series. We should be encouraging games to get to game seven. That's the best product for the MLB. So not only do I think it's unfair for these teams. And yes, you of course the argument is they should take care of business. If they're that good, they should handle business in a five-game series. From a competitive aspect, though, these should be going to seven games. And from a business aspect for the MLB, these series should be seven games long. So that's my issue 
with how the MLB playoffs are structured. They're too short. Wild cards should turn to five games. Divisional should be seven games, along with the conference series and the the World Series. All division, conference, World Series should all be seven-game series. We should get to see the best teams play a full series there, not shortened series, because five games is still way too short. And I don't care if you're going to get swept in a seven-game series. You should have the potential to have seven games when the stakes are this high. I just don't think baseball should shorten the series length after these teams have put in so much work to get to where they are to then have their season determined in five games. So that's my two cents on this subject. First off, those teams with the buys need to be playing competitive baseball during their buy time. Bring up your AAA squad, give them live reps, give them a full game situation where you're rotating your big league guys who are going to be playing in the playoffs throughout to give them real game looks. And then a call to the MLB, we need to fix the playoff format. I have no issue with the number of teams. I have no issue with the wild card. I have no issue with the buys. But wild card needs to be a minimum of five games. And the divisional series needs to turn into seven games to match the championship series and the World Series. So I said we'd be in and out. There we are. There's my two cents on the subject. Enjoy the rest of the MLB postseason. And we will be posting a lot more on social media, on TikTok, at Sean's Take. I'll be getting out more baseball content. And of course, the football and basketball content will be rolling now. So make sure you follow us, engage in the conversation, join our chalkboard through the link in my bio on TikTok as well. That's also going to be linked in the description of this podcast episode. And as always, thank you for listening. And we'll see you right back here next week on the Sean's Take Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sean's Take podcast and make sure to join Sean's Take on social media for more unique and exclusive content by following at Sean's Take on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.